Ah, oh, I've seen it. Um, you know, I was there for the conversation and I did all the editing, so I've seen it many times, but it still, um, still touches me. Um, I, I can imagine that many of us in hearing Florence's story, we have an impulse to try to reconcile it with the other stories that we've heard or know about World War II. Reconcile as in decide which one is right, which one is wrong, trying to pull them together to a cohesive narrative so that like either the U.S. came together and sacrifice and collective resilience to defeat fascism or the war just allowed the U.S. to further demonize, disenfranchise, and traumatize some of its most vulnerable citizens. The reality, though, is that both of these things, even in their contradictions, are true. Depending on where you live, geographically, culturally, socially, generationally, you might be more prone to know or understand one of these more than the other, but both are a part of the complex, contradictory reality that we call this life. Both are true, and yet on their own, of course, neither are true. Neither on their own will get you fully oriented to here, to where and who you are, where and who we are. Getting oriented always require that requires that we hold more than our own personal experience. It requires that we zoom out and listen to who else is here and how we all are here. It reminds me of the three-step process that UU Minister Jake Morrill outlines for self-differentiation, which I think is another way to think about getting fully oriented. He says, first, you have to take a stand. That's his way of saying, be here. Know your own story, your experience, and claim it. You are here, and here is enough. But then second, you need to keep in touch. As in, get and stay curious about other people, their realities and perspectives and experiences that are different than your own. We are here. We enter our. Usually, people are more comfortable or prone to one of these or the other. Like either... You are really good at being here, claiming your own experiences so much you can sometimes lose track of others' truths. Or maybe you're so drawn to how others see it that you can lose track of yourself. The trick, the practice is to keep up both at the same time. Because in the combination, there is an unavoidable dialogue, which in turn makes possible an inner transformation, even a soul-growing experience, which also means in the combination, there is also an unavoidable discomfort, the sort that Sarah described in her chalice lighting, discomfort and also anxiety, which is why Jake's third step is to keep cool, as in regulate all that anxiety. He says, 
he never says, importantly, to just stop being anxious. He even avoids in his writing to say, saying, just stay calm. Instead, he says, work towards some calm. Because the reality is anxiety and discomfort is inevitable. If we take seriously this practice of zooming out in a way that also invites us to take it all in. Which is why I say again, we need to keep up with those grounding practices because it's through these practices that we can work towards some calm. Nearly every day since I spoke with Florence, I thought about two moments from our conversation. The first is when I asked her why she thought no one protested. And she talked about how not enough people outside their community knew them so that they weren't really humans to others. They were just headlines. And the second is what she said about not being a fan of diversity. Later in the conversation, she actually asked me if I thought anyone other than white people really dream of diversity. I had to cut that part out because it was basically me staring at the camera, not knowing what to say. I'm still not sure what to say. I've mostly been sitting with her question. Because the way that I usually think about how we should address that first issue that stays with me, the issue of the Japanese American community being unknown, is by her second issue, which is diversity. We need to get more people in relationship across diversity. But Florence reminds me that diverse community is just another word for white community unless those in the dominant culture have done their work to get truly oriented, differentiated, honest. And the thing is, we're not very well practiced at this. So it means it's going to take a long time. I mean, remember Florence talked about the tiny bit of progress she's seen in her 95 years. That's the sort of time we're talking about. Which means that for a long time, we're going to be not just uncomfortable, but also willing, we have to be willing to deal with the shame that comes up and the pain and we're also going to have to be willing to make a lot of mistakes. But the alternative, remaining disoriented, dishonest, disconnected, is to me and to our faith untenable. And so where I keep returning to is the practice. Just the practice. We need to keep practicing at growing the S-I-Z-E of our souls. Keep working towards being calm so that together we keep trying, however imperfectly, to receive and to love more and more of this complicated, contradictory, and yet still beautiful world. <laughs>